Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. Yeah. Okay, so, last episode... After many journeys and trials, you've reached new area unlocked. You reached what I'm going to call the downworld. An excitingly different place where all the trees grow downwards from the rock, which is up into the sky, which is down. Uh, you have found a society of gnomes and tabaxi. Unfortunately, you do not speak the local language and they don't speak yours, so there has been some difficulty in communicating, but you have not been met with hostility. In fact, you've been met with quite a lot of interest. You have been shown around the town. You have been shown their marvellous mechanical contraption, which involves movable type. They have invented the newspaper here. And you've been given a nice lunch and a chance to have a nap. After several hours of comfortably napping, chatting, drinking tea, in this nice little tea house that has been quietly closed to other customers while you're here. You are roused by... You are roused by the noise from outside. The sound of shouting and cheering and trumpets and running feet. Something is happening outside. I'm awake. As you, <laughs> as you come awake, and as you step outside to look, there's a lot of lights. It's winter, so the days are longer here than at home where it's summer. But it, it's about probably 5pm by now, and it's been a cloudy day, and it's not particularly bright. So there's a fair amount of artificial light torches and candles and more magical light sources and a lot of commotion and people are rushing towards the open square where you came out of the earth towards that blue green spire and the huge tree that winds around it and beneath the city that you're in rising up to dock with the trees in that unbuilt square there is a panoply of airships. They have brightly coloured silk balloons, often striped or patterned, and wooden gondolas hanging beneath them, all lit up. They are flanked by riders on giant bats, whose beasts swoop in and swing their feet up as they come to land and cling hanging from the trees. You can Wait. see... Sorry? Surely we can't see the gondolas. 
you can see them as they come up to land because you are no longer quite as high up against the roof. So as they rise up to uh, dock, you can see the. the I bullet. see. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I see now. Yeah. It's all very strange because your brains are also doing exactly that. You're going, how can it... everything is upside down except everything is also the right way up in an upside down world. And the combination is very confusing. But this is clearly the convoy in which the monarch is traveling. This is the arrival of the dignitaries. Everyone has turned out to see. You are probably going to be swept up very quickly by Senzala, who is the magistrate's aide who was detailed to show you around and keep tabs on you today, because you have been told that you are going to the feast with the monarch this evening, and you will soon be led off to to wherever that is happening, unless you are going to do things first. I mean, there's just one of her, so if you wanted to run away and organise the workers, you could probably pull it off. I think I mean I would like to talk to everybody before they are ushered out of the tea house. Absolutely, go ahead. Mm. Look, the people here have some really strange reactions to magic, and I said it's they they'd like us to. To send us over to the the wizards of the golden flame, but it's going to take a couple of days. I just just make me a little bit uneasy. I'm not really sure what to do. I think it it might be more awe than fear. I don't you know. know they're, like they're, clearly, they have they're backing away. When every time I perform magic, like they only consider well, it yeah, scary. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, yeah, but scary and maybe in an an awe, awesome way. Clearly, there are wizards. So, just think, magic has a different kind of gravitas here than oh, that's it does. Oh, that's true. True enough. All right, so we don't go using it for everything. We keep it in our in our pockets. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That said, maybe if we're going to be going off to see the queen in the nearish future? Actually, do we know anything about this monarch that we're supposed to be meeting with? Yeah, I know that she likes to dinner. Do we know that they're a she? Because all I remember hearing is so, a new monarch. So, I might be wrong. Um, you did have an hour where Maynard was able to understand what was said. So, if you want to roll like a retrospective asking questions roll, or, or no, just, you know... In fact, we read the newspaper. Yeah, we did have that newspaper. <laughs> newspaper. Yeah, I mean, what, what yeah. is it you're wondering? Um, I don't know, just do people seem... I know the newspaper was all, you know, very much, ah, oh, yes, we're very proud of this new monarch and, and you yeah. know, whatnot, but, like, do the people seem, to, you know, equally as thrilled that all this new shiny stuff is, is coming around and... You know, putting a uh, okay. extra well, weight roll... on their food supplies and yeah. Roll me an insight check. Okay, let's see here. Uh, it's a dirty twenty. Okay, okay. Hmm. So I'm gonna take that like a little retrospectively and say that Maynard was able to help with some translating. Okay. For you to try to get a handle on what was happening earlier in the day. 
Um, so you know that the new monarch uh, has been reigning for about three months uh, since their father died. Uh, you know that that succession is not strictly based on who's the next oldest. There's a degree of like accepted power struggle between the relatives, not just the children, but like the relatives of the previous ah, okay. monarch will... It, it's much less open warfare nowadays because there is also the, you know, the whole treaty that's all more civilized now and more of a kind of popularity contest over who can kind of convince everyone that they're the person who's going to inherit now. Um, and that was you know, only resolved about four months ago in the favor of this new monarch. So you get the feeling it might not be as settled as they'd like, but certainly Senzala, the, the magistrate's aide who was showing you around today, um, she seems very keen on this new monarch. She thinks this is, you know, it's great that we've got all of that messy interregnum out of the way and now we can just get back to normal. Mm -hmm. um, reading between the lines in the newspaper, although it was very, we're all so proud of our new monarch and so grateful that they've chosen to come here on their journey. It was more, it was a little overblown compared to the, the style in the other bits of news in the paper to a point where it kind of tipped over into obviously performative. Performative? Mm -hmm. Like it was written by someone who knew that they were writing the obligatory fluff piece rather than someone who was sincere. Okay. Uh, oh, do we know like what race they are? Uh, if you made any inquiries at all, um, then you would have been told they are a gnome. Gnome, okay. That's what I was assuming, but... Yeah, and, and the the aristocracy of this this region are all all gnomish. Okay. Or almost all. Alrighty, so uh, where are we taken off to as we're swept, swept out of the tea house here? Okay. If you've finished having your conversation, then you are swept off along the along the, the rope and plank roads of this place. You came slightly further down in the trees to reach this tea house than the place you entered right up by the rock. And you, you, you climb slightly as you are taken towards the banqueting hall. It is not right up against the rock because it, is, it was built low enough to avoid the smaller plants and undergrowth from encroaching on its roof, but it is quite high up. It's built between several trees. Most of these buildings are fairly small, and if they need to be brought into a bigger a bigger complex, then there are walkways between them, and then that, that collection will only be linked to the main roads in a couple of places in order to create a kind of compound. This is one of the biggest actual individual structures that you've seen. Uh, it rivals, you know, a large hall from from the top world that you'd be used to. It's that kind of size. It uses the trees as pillars 
So there's like, several trees that she passed through this building. Oh. And it's, and it's built around them. The big difference between this and a banqueting hall that you'd be used to is this is very much lighter in the architecture. It's not solid blocks of carved stone. This isn't marble. This is all made of wood with cloth windows and built very lightly, as most of the architecture here is. There's a gentle creak from the building itself when the wind picks up as it flexes to accommodate the shifting trees that it's built around. It has several floors of space. You're brought in through one of the entrances towards the base of the building through a, a little a little foyer area and into a banqueting hall. You're one of the first people here. Um, you get the sense that you're more you're more one of the moving parts of entertainment and logistics than you are guests in the normal way. There's, you get the feeling that you are being set up and then everyone can stop worrying about you because you're all dealt with get on with the next thing. Um, so the, the banqueting hall is nearly empty as you're brought in. There's space in here for... 80, maybe 100 people? So by no means the full population of the town, and probably not everyone who was on those airships. It has cloth drapes in a particularly vibrant shade of uh, orangey-red the main floor is laid out with a number of round tables and then it also has an upper layer um, upper pair of sweeping staircases to either side and on that top section there is a long table looking out over the rest of the hall which is set with much nicer tableware and there's a, 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 a heavier, more throne-like chair in the centre, which is presumably the monarch's seat. And that is the high table where the particular dignitaries will be. You are shown to uh, one of the smaller round tables on the main floor uh, towards one of the walls. And this is clearly your your spot for the night. And you are, I'm afraid, left with uh, the little table nibbles of salted nuts. And probably not even given any drinks yet, because that doesn't start for a good 40 minutes before anyone else is really ready to go. You have been brought here early, I'm afraid. As the... Salted nuts, though. They've got real food down here. This is so much better than Topside. <laughs> Many of the places I've been Topside, like... There's a lot of cakes here, there's little there's little pots of tea and salted nuts, like they've got real food down here and that's all they ask for really. Yeah, and you found that like as long as you don't try to identify any of the individual seasonings nothing's particularly challenging. You know? It's kinda of normalish food. It, as long as you just accept that herbs is a generic term. Yeah. I assume at some point Unless, unless this is, 
unless this is the sort of society in which you very much wear your armour to the fancy dinner, because that's part of looking like a fancy person. I assume at some point we will have had our packs and armour bustled away from us. Or at least yes, your packs especially. When you, ca- when you came through the foyer, your packs would have been taken off you. Um, That's fine. There would have been some gesture conversation about you know, trying to persuade you to get the armour off, but on the other hand, you are armoured giants from another land, so like they're not going to argue too much about it if you insist on keeping it, but it is fairly clear that they would like you to I'm not insistent on keeping my armour, like... I'm not that worried about it getting nixed, as part, uh, to be honest, given that um, it's not going to fit anyone. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been repurposed for these gnomes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, that's fine. I was just trying to think about what I had on what I had on me. Like, I do at least have my. I will. I will presumably at least have pockets underneath my. Um, underneath I would assume so. Yes. Um, um, and for that matter, pockets you... are a thing that you tie around your waist on a exactly. belt under your clothes. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> And what was tied so on over your armour can be tied on under your armour, or instead of your armour. It's all good. At least while we're uh, waiting, for, waiting for the nuts, then uh, Ember and I, at the very least, uh, assuming, uh, can can share at least a little bit of a nip of tonic just to, just to keep us alert while we're waiting, and, for, uh, to, and to prime our digestion. Yes, and a, an aperitif. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And as people start filtering in, they're all dressed to the nines. There's quite a lot of silk, or at least something that must basically be silk based on the, the way it shines and the way it hangs. There's a lot of embroidery. Uh, there's a lot of fur, but all in layers. And you see quite a lot of people have a fur vest or coat which they, they they remove as they sit it's a much warmer inside than out um there are a fair number of both sort of primary species coming into the banqueting hall and a fair amount of variation in the richness of their clothing you can see everyone's worn their best but as the hall is filling up there are people here who look much more ordinary than the first couple you saw, who who are wearing their best things, probably, but what looks a lot more like linen than silk. And some of the tabaxi, in particular, um, are not wearing any footwear. You have noticed several tabaxi through the day. They were less likely to be wearing shoes than the gnomes, uh, presumably because their feet are so much more useful for gripping than gnomish feet. Um, but even even coming to the extremely fancy banquet with the monarch, some of them are still effort. This is a species trait I can get behind. I would like a perception check, please. I can do a bit of perceiving. Mm-hmm. 16. 27. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I can't roll got a nat 20. <laughs> Celebrate, I got a 27. <laughs> Hey, real. You know how sometimes you know drow society being what it is. Sometimes things happen at fancy events of a more political nature, and you know some sometimes people in their finery are wearing knives underneath it. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that going on. There's some of that going on. Okay. Yeah. There, there are some of these lovely silk tunics that are hanging just a little bit wrong. And mm. some of these people are making eye contact you know, across the tables in, in a kind of a particular way. And yeah, you're picking up on some tension. Okay. That is happening here. Uh, considering that Rail knows literally nobody in this world except for three other people he came in here with, he thinks about trying to suss out what is happening here. Like, is there going to be a, a monarch assassination happening at this dinner? Uh, he's going to resign himself to not being able to figure that out, probably. Um, and just point it out to the rest of everybody. And being quite glad he probably kept his dagger on him. Okay. Yeah, you were not, like, searched for weapons. I, I might be down to a table knife, personally. Rather than a great sword? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you're sword and shield, but even so, y- yes, you, 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 may have, you may well have decided that since you are going to a lovely banquet, you will not bring your, your heavily, heavy arms into the room, but your table knife was not taken off you or anything. You've got your holy symbol, you've got your focus. Alright, okay. what are we going to do if bloodshed breaks out here? Leg it? Where to? We don't even know what direction uh, the, the oh, wizards uh, are in. I was thinking, I was thinking out, I say, as I, as I take a big handful of nuts. Just in case I have to run before dinner starts. <laughs> you need that energy boost. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Alright, out seems like a good start. Uh, oh, we don't know where all of our things are. Alright, any ideas besides Leggett? I mean, how sure are you something's going to come up? Not a hundred percent, but I've seen things like this happen before. Just because I don't understand the languages they're speaking doesn't mean I don't understand the body language. And those look like people who would want to stab someone. Or poison, I suppose. Shouldn't be... Should narrow down their options, but it seems like stabbing is is on the table more so. They can't take my weapons away from me, I suppose. Is there any chance that there's that the hall that this hall has, you know, like decorative arms or armor on the walls? <laughs> I'm not above dragging that down if I need to, if it's there. Yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of of lovely. Draperies? Hmm. If only their culture was correct and good and all. <laughs> I say that. I mean, my hall doesn't have a doesn't have a sword hanging up over the fireplace anymore. But in fairness, that's because I needed it again. That's what it's for. You took it down when you needed it. There you go. And as the room fills up, and uh, you are all keyed into this tension through a different entrance directly onto the upper level there is not quite not quite a, a parade but the distinct arrival of a group and the first six people who come through are clearly guards uh, some gnomes some tabaxi all wearing a, a, a livery in actually this same orangey-red 
colour that, that many of the hangings are in. Followed by several gnomish dignitaries. Uh, the magistrate who you met earlier is amongst them. Uh, there's a gnomish gentleman with a very tidy bo uh, goatee and a bald head. There's uh, another individual who is dressed finer than anyone uh, with a very, very delicate golden crown, who you assume, therefore, to be the monarch. And a number of other people in, in gorgeous finery. And then another six guards. And the dignitaries take their seats at the upper table, except for the magistrates, who first stands up and delivers a, a very brief speech that is clearly the, um, welcoming everyone to the feast and everyone please you know stand and bow to the monarch and everyone does and then they sit down again and you get the feeling that maybe the, like the real speeches come later in the event and because this was clearly just the welcomes and there are now waiters coming out with the food and it's you were maybe expecting that this would be more of a multiple courses kind of thing. This is more a kind of tapas vibe. So what's bring, being oh, brought yeah. out oh, yeah. are many, many plates of things. And every table gets a plate or two of each thing to then share out between you. Nothing is totally familiar but you, you have, this is some kind of bird meat in a sauce this is some kind of sausage this is some kind of mushroom this is there's quite a lot of nuts and seeds in what's brought out um, not a lot in the way of grain although there is some bread there's a fair amount of meat. Ben, please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I haven't been able to go to a buffet for like two years. Oh, I know. I'm just living my dreams. <laughs> do this to me. <laughs> ben, can we go to Tops? Can we go to Tops when it's when it's responsible to do when so? When it's responsible to do to so, tops. we can go to Tops. I want to go to a world food buffet so bad. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that is tops what it feels is like. It's like the you... finest in mediocre but. In a in mediocre all you can eat buffet, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> Delicious. It's just what you need in life. But you are at a feast for the monarch, dying, and then. what you are being brought out is is the finest in in world food buffet. Ooh. I mean it's a little hard for you to judge because this is all unfamiliar, but also like the difference between a very nicely balanced sauce and a it's got salt in it and it's slightly split sauce is pretty obvious this is really nice food everyone is diving in there's not any forks but everyone else seems to be managing with an eating knife and a spoon and you know what you can probably handle that a knife and spoon now so we are in north india <laughs> Fantasy North India. <laughs> All I'm saying is the fork is a very specific piece of equipment. I don't see why it should have been invented in the underworld as well. 
fuck, Ben. I can't think about anything else. I just want to go to a buffet so bad. <laughs> I can't focus on this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you are, you are, there are, you are, you, your, your table is, is, is delivered. You know, various plates of lovely, lovely food. And then they come round again with the drink. Which is probably not wine. You're pretty sure it's not wine. But it's also clearly served in about the same kind of quantities as wine with dinner. So it's probably wine-like enough. Whatever fruit they've made it out of clearly ferments just fine. Mm. Not blackcurrant wine. Yeah, some kind of wine. And I'm just going to take Rill's magnificent perception a little forward in time and be like, yeah, Rill, do you notice not everyone is really indulging in the wine? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's eating. But there's a couple of people who look too tense to really be enjoying their meals, but, you know, no one's really avoiding the food. Several people are not really drinking. Quite a lot of them are not really drinking. I'm going to eschew these tiny, these tiny baby gnome, gnome eating knives in favour of a proper real dinner knife, which will then conveniently be in my hand. <laughs> Understood. Can we see the monarch from here, where we're sitting? I know we're like up against a wall, kind of off in the corner, but yeah, you don't you don't have the best view, and you're not seated at the top table or anything. But yeah, you can you can see them. Alright. Do they look um, tense at all? Like this is um, they're expecting something, maybe? They look a little bored. Well, yeah, fair. And it's going to be about 20 minutes into maybe even half an hour maybe even half an hour into the actual everyone is chowing down portion of this meal. People are starting to finish up. when once again the magistrate will stand and address the company uh, but this time they're clearly introducing the gentleman the bald gentleman with the beard who is equally obviously known to the people and not well liked by the people and then a crossbow bolt flies up from a concealed point under the stairs and hits him in the shoulder. You have a moment to react if you would like to react before all hell is going to break loose. Just to be clear, the person who's been shot, is that the That is not the monarch. That is one of the other dignitaries who was with the monarch. Right, okay. Well, shit. (laughs) You said we're up against a wall, right? You are close to a wall, yeah. I think that's time to get up and back to the wall in a way that isn't I would like to involve myself in this fracas but also is you cannot stab me in the back in this fracas uh-huh. okay okay you think we should flip like the table if things are going to get um haywire <laughs> it's hard to take you to ask this I'm just like really ask because he has no strength and <laughs> trick is absolutely the person who can flip this table <laughs> Yeah, no, you have at most one round to act, so... <laughs> Seems a bit much. <laughs> you don't really have time to discuss table plans. Alright, we, we 
crawl underneath the table to pop up on the other side with a little more safety <laughs> against the wall. Okay, so you you are making your way to to form a clump against the wall defensively. Yeah. Great, because like however they chose the guests for this banquet, however they selected the cross section of society blessed to see their monarch in the flesh, it was clearly rigged cuz a solid 70% of the people in this hall are suddenly in motion. Um, not all of them are armed, but they seem like they know what's going on, and they are participating in some way. Um, there is a, a contingent of people who are trying to rush the high table. There are the monarch's guards who have instantly stepped in to defend the high table, and more guards who are rushing into the hall at the sudden sound of fighting that has broken out. There's some people sort of frozen in confusion, and others running for the door because they are one of the people not involved in this. There, There is a lot, a lot going on. The people or person that brought us here... Are what side do they seem to be on? If we can spot okay. them, okay. Yeah, that's a good question. So, yeah, what's Senzala doing? So, yeah, Senzala has been presumably reseated from her original assignment uh, with you because the the magistrate is up at the high table, and you can see. So you 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 saw several of the magistrates' sort of aides and and associates earlier in the day, and they are all grouped together at one of the tables nearer the top. Um, but Senzala has been resat with you. And she looks utterly panicked. Um, she is... She is beginning to rush up uh, towards the top table, but she's not armed. She doesn't look like she knows... She looks like someone for whom everything has just gone sideways and is she is like going in she looks like she's rushing up to help the dignitaries not the mob um she's probably Wait, shouting a fair bit but the... you don't currently have comprehend languages going so you don't know what she's saying uh sorry is that she's going to take the side of the dignitaries not the mob or not the monarch not the mob. She is with not the, the powers, not the people. <laughs> um, mm. You are rapidly going to come in for quite a lot of shouting and a certain amount of shoving. Actually, it kind of feels like people are trying to herd you towards the top table. Oh. Towards the uh -huh. top table, uh -huh. you say? Up like towards, like, towards the, the, the centre of the trouble. People can are I, trying to kind of push you that way. Can I, um... Can I take some sort of insight on the people trying to hurt us? Particularly I want to try and work out what side they're on, so I can try and work out why they might be hurting us there. You can roll some kind of insight, yeah. Yeah, are we being threatened with knives, or...? <laughs> I got a nine. It's hard, it's hard to say, to say. <laughs> why they might want you to go up there. Yeah, mm. there's quite a lot of fighting happening up there now. Some people are bleeding. As we, as they're trying to hurt us, between us and the high table, 
Are there any, like, corridors branching off to the side, you know, like for service or whatever? There's the door you came in with, in by, at one end of the hall. There's the door the monarch mm. came in by, which is upstairs at the other end of the hall. And and there, the yeah. the servant, the, the waiters and folks seem to be coming through a, a door that is underneath that raised area. Because that's like a story up. And beneath the stairs ah, is where they're so... coming in. Okay. But like okay. it does seem like those that, doors that are being kind of guarded all of a sudden by by people who are wearing their party finery and also armed. Um I might say uh, I'm going to say this might be a good time to cast some sort of some sort of spell. There's a door down there's it. a door out down there but it seems guarded now. I don't want to get into that for a car. Unarmed and unarmoured. Oh, wait. Well... Can you, can you not conjure me a... Can you not conjure me a shield? Yeah, as soon as it took damage, it would disappear. Uh, that's less that's, that's ideal. I'm going to need you to uh, either actively right. resist this herding or start going with it. I, I'd like to... I'd like to acquiesce slowly. Okay, so you're kind of letting them inch you towards the like, stairs. I'd like to... Yeah, but I'd like to be, you know, semi-cooperative. Not so uncooperative that... You're you trying know, to walk the line between getting, getting stabbed, stabbed and but... moving in with any speed. At faster yeah, than I'd okay, like. Okay. The way I see it, the balcony might be... A, looks more dangerous, but it's a more defensible position. Trick, did you want a shield? I mean, I'd love a shield. Have a shield. <laughs> Were you just carrying your shield to the dinner table? Were you not like me? Were you cleverer than me? No, sh shield of faith. Shield of faith. I don't think shield of faith is a shield. But I mean, I'll take. It. <laughs> yeah, I think I think oh, you just get okay. a bonus for it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's more. <laughs> a, it's more shimmering aura. But you know, I'll take. Could look it. like a shield. Yeah. That's, that's true. How do the people around us react when Trick is suddenly shim um, covered in shimmering aura? Well, they saw Ember doing oh, yeah. it, and Ember's got like all these holy symbols and shit. Or at least a couple of them. And they seem a lot less... Mm -hmm. like There's definitely a taking note of a right, we know, you know, getting a hang of the capabilities of this people. This is... Gotta watch out for that. But they don't seem upset when Ember cast it. Okay. You are you are kind of at the bottom of the stairs now and being not quite physically pushed, but you know menaced up them. Doesn't look like it's going well up there. Um, the bald guy is face down on the table with a knife in his back. It doesn't look at all healthy for him. Um, you can see the monarch has not been injured, but they are like backed into a corner with three or four surviving guards and that is some hard fighting up there. Mm. Okay, I'm going to take action. What do you do? I, I sort of give my uh, companions a bit of a bit of a, a look as I, as I sort of reach for the crystal around my neck. 
Okay. And I'm going to cast Sleep at third level on all the hostiles in the within 20 feet of the monarch. Okay. Now, Sleep has some really weird targeting rules, doesn't it? Or did they get rid of those in this edition? No, it still has some weird targeting rules. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it goes yeah, by based so on who most has hit the points left. Least yeah, least hit points left. HP? Yeah. Yeah, so it starts at the lowest and goes to the highest. Okay. Please roll me, in accordance with the rules of the spell, 5d8. Uh, that'll be, uh, I'm casting it at third level, so that is going to be... Total of 9d8. 6, 7, 9, 9d8, yep. Wow, that is pathetic. I really hope these people have low hit points, because that is uh, 33. Okay. Can't believe that. Oh boy. It's not a huge <laughs> number. However, sev- several of the people fighting up there uh, are injured. Um, however, this is not a spell that lets you choose creatures, only a position. So, several of the combatants... Um, Let's say two of the attackers, but also one of the defending guards, uh, falls unconscious in response to your sleep spell. No one seems happy about this. I think this is about to become an actual attack against you guys. I think that that with that display, um, the people who were trying to herd you up the stairs are trying to um what's the word stab us they're they're, they're trying to take you out of action (laughs) whether they mean to kill you is is, you know unclear but they they are trying to remove you from the equation Um, i don't want to go into a full initiative order fight scene because there are so many people currently currently going on here um however you're not wearing your armor Mm, you're not armed. Mm. If you have cunning strategies, like, like, if you want to try things to escape or otherwise preempt this fight, they might work. If you just go into it as a fight, you're going to get knocked out. With the possible exception of Maynard. Uh, I'm going to... I'm ready to misty step myself mm-hmm. away, but I can't help anybody else. Hmm. See, a lot of rules uh, controlling people things just sort of only work if they understand what he's saying. So if they don't, he's he doesn't have as much to work with. Ah. Uh, uh. Well, do you know have dark vision? I don't think you know. I don't think you know. Hmm. No, yeah, that actually, you <laughs> wouldn't know. All right. Um, if we know which way we're going to, do we know which way they took our stuff? 
Like, at least what? That'll be back the other way. Hall? Okay. Which way are we running? Uh, you know what? I think if it, if things get things are things getting get violent, violent now. I think at that point. Yeah, th- I mean, getting violent at last. Yeah. Okay. I think at that point, I'm gonna try to just bull rush the okay. servants' door. So. That's my only thought here. Is like if I can get out of the press, maybe find something to. Some some better way to defend myself, or just get lost as a less okay, important. So figure. trick, trick yeah, is that's, breaking that's for the servant's door, and I will shout behind me, but I ain't okay. stopping to grab you. Ember has got Misty Step ready to go, but can only go somewhere they can see. Yeah, but could probably just jump. You're probably not quite close enough to just jump from where you're standing to behind the servant's door, but with a bit of a run, you could then probably preempt actually having to go through the people there. Mm. That would be an option. Yeah. Okay, let's start with Trick, because Trick is the one with the firmest plan. Uh, Roll me a strength check. Mm. I love to roll strength checks. Oh, no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh dear. Oh no. That was a six. Oh, no. The late Trick McGowan rolled a six. So the thing the thing is the thing is right. The trick trick is six foot six and everyone trying actually. to stop Trick running away is tackling them around the knees. And <gasps> and mm. you, you you there's Trick has overbalanced and is being sat on. Oops. Trick has in fact been mobbed by the proverbial okay. fifty toddlers, and it's not not going well for Trick. They're armed. You know what? I I I feel like I like being I feel like I like being obviously incapacitated better than I like being sort of vaguely in the mix. I feel like I've still improved my situation. Yeah, really. like one of them is ready to club you in the head with a wine bottle, but if you do the obvious, um... okay, I surrender gesture, you might get away unclubbed. Yeah, I don't think I have a choice. I think that knife is coming yeah, out of my hand. Like you, you, you are, you are out of it. Trick, trick has broken for the door and and been swarmed. Unfortunate. <laughs> what are the rest of you doing? I think looking at Ember. Uh, how far away? You don't know exactly stuff? because it you you surrendered it sort of in the foyer and it was put in probably like a cloakroom yeah. there. So. It, okay. But mm, how far away is like the foyer? From where you currently are, about fifty feet. Okay. Uh, I will cast Misty Step and teleport mm-hmm, thirty mm-hmm. of those feet past the people immediately around us, and then just try to mad dash it to. The foyer okay, and I mean, see the, if there, I there can is find a much lower a press of people room. there because they're all kind of come forward to engage in the fighting. So roll me something for that. Yes. Um, roll me athletics because uh, this is much more of a dodgy than a shove okay. through. I thought you might. Oh, like I that. love to roll athletics. Yeah, that's an eighteen. Oh, nice! You make it to the foyer. You hear trick hit the ground behind you as you rush to the foyer, but you make it to the foyer. Alright. 
and looking, and looking around, around for do your I stuff. see you, you I think yeah. you, you you can spot what you're pretty sure is like the cloakroom the cupboard that people's stuff has been put in you think it's probably through there um, we'll give Maynard and Rill a chance to do something while you are okay. grabbing your stuff uh, Rill looks at all of these uh, gnomes and tabaxi uh, clambering over trick and he thinks about it for just a second and then he casts um, uh he casts Thaumaturgy on Trick. Um, he is going to make all of these people who are around Trick, um, and I, I guess also Trick, he can't pick who it affects, it's just in an area. Uh-huh. Here, um, these spooky, ominous whispers suddenly whispering, uh, winding through the room. Uh, he is trying to intimidate them off of Trick as he hurries over and also just kind of attempts to look intimidating. Okay, roll roll me an intimidation check. Uh, eight. Oh dear, it seems it seems like <sighs> the, these these you know aliens from the other worlds have become even spookier, and therefore we must try even harder to not let them up. Also, they're going to jump on you because like uh, they are well, they're, they're probably not going to swarm you the way they did trick because you're not like physically rushing them the same way. Uh-huh. But you you are going to have at least you know your arms grabbed and you're going to be restrained. It was an they idea. They are trying to take you prisoner. Yeah. Maynard? <laughs> okay. Dropping like dominoes here. I have a plan. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so I start blasting, right? <laughs> I gave you this lovely flammable banqueting hall, I mean. Um, I'm uh, going to use a uh, fancy eldritch blast and try to blast away as many of the uh, hostile people from the monarch as possible. Okay. So okay. I can create three What about beans. us? Oh, good. That's right. You just Maynard's doing politics. Don't argue. <laughs> Sorry. What? Hey, don't, don't, don't like, um, don't let my bad you can cost <laughs> you can accost Maynard afterwards if you understand something. Okay, so you're you're just what's your targeting rubric? Uh, I'm imagining there are some uh, unseemly uh, fellows sort of sort of holding the monarch query hostage or threateningly. Yeah, no one has attacked the monarch directly or it doesn't look that way um, but they're mm. down to two guards and it doesn't look like their guards are going to last very much longer and there's so at least a half is, dozen people attacking my plan is to uh, get these guards off the monarch sort of no, to, make be, to be clear the guards gesture. are defending the monarch oh sorry the guards sorry Yeah, mm. the, the monarch has bodyguards well. who are about to be overwhelmed and there is also several hostile individuals attacking the bodyguards. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to get the hostile individuals off the bodyguards mm-hmm. and then just sort of make a gesture of of I'm helping you like an outstretched hand after they see me blast the hostiles. Okay. Um So first off, roll me those three attack rolls. Okay. Just to see if you uh, that is wide. a oh, what's my 
attack bonus for this uh, four. So that is a 22, a 24, and a 19. Oh yeah, spot on. Like, w- one one per hostile. Um, you hit one of them really good, and they go down. The other two are notably singed. It And it's very clear, like, whose size you just put yourself in on, because your shots were on point. <laughs> you have provoked additional shouting. <laughs> um... You are also surrounded by hostiles of your own. Yes. Yeah. I'm aware. Yeah. And they're gonna jump on you, my friend. I know. Okay. Ember, you have dashed into the back room off the off the foyer. You have grabbed Kindler, I would assume. Yeah. And you get back into the foyer and you look at your friends and like Trick is being held down on the Wait, floor. I, I was hoping to also grab Trick Trick's weapon. You can do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm running with you're, both. You're running back. Weapon shield. <laughs> they only have two hats. Uh, <laughs> They're running you can back. Carry a shield and a weapon in one hand if you don't intend to use them. Trick is prone and restrained. The other two are <laughs> restrained. Um. You probably just saw the tail end of Maynard clearly getting into the fight with some some arcane blasting, which has made nobody kindly disposed towards Maynard. Uh, Ember coming back into the room, clearly heading for this crowd, is going to sort of square their shoulders and look as menacing as possible. And uh, activate Kindler, but then uh, shout, I don't want to have to use this, but I will, trying to intimidate them away from uh, their friends. Okay, so you, you've got a sword in one hand, you've got a double-headed battle axe in the other. Flame that is on fire. runs up the haft of the battle axe and swooshes out like wings from the blades, and you're shouting at them. Roll me that intimidation check. Yes. That is a sixteen. Some of them, pretty intimidated. Yeah. Um, all of them pretty distracted by sudden flaming battle axe giant person like there's a giant with a flaming battle axe it's it, it's attention getting now would be the moment if people wanted to resist being restrained for them to try that i'll try it then because they I'll would have it. advantage because everyone is very intimidated by the giant with the flaming axe yeah yeah all right uh what do you want a uh, strength or uh strength or dex your call strength. yeah i think strength is called the it's more tricks thing. Yeah, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three. Okay, just three. Just three. Just three. Okay, Maynard. Uh, sorry, am I rolling strength? Uh, you are rolling strength or dex with advantage. Okay, dokies. Oh, with advantage. Okay, hold on. With advantage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, no, that's an 11. Oh, wait, I have advantage in that case. No, still 16. Uh, that is a 15. Okay. Trick, I think you managed to shake him off. 
Uh, for me. Maynard, you shake one of them off. So you've got one still hanging on to you, but you could definitely cast if you wanted to. You could, you know, stab them if you had a knife in your hand. Like, you, you, you've made some progress. Rill, you had a good wiggle. <laughs> it was yeah. not a sufficient wiggle. Sorry. Uh. And Ember was sufficiently intimidating that they probably have a clear path to run in and join you and give Trick their weapon. Yes. And then uh, they will sort of put their back to Trick's back, uh, facing out towards... Mm-hmm. And this this is definitely a hall like like full of enemies. Um, yeah. People have got a lot more like they were already hostile. Now it feels like you've taken sides. Like like they think you've taken sides, and the side you've taken is the one of the monarch. Um, yeah. Who is still got two guards standing, and I th- one of them was only in fact now has three guards standing because one of them was only asleep and has been roused. But there are more people closing in as the rest, as as the last of the uninvolved civilians make it out of the hall, um, just you know, being directed towards the the front entrance. The crowd of people who are trying to get to the monarch is increasing, and some of them are splitting off to come and get you. You are armed now. It's still a very very active situation. Wait. When you say come and get us, that means come and get us. Right? Or does that mean come and come and get us? There's two ways that could be. I mean, they're armed people and they're rushing you. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Like, the first time they knocked you down, they were clearly trying to subdue you. You're not sure if that might have changed now that you're all armed and throwing magic around. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna scream. We are getting out of here, just in case any of my friends and acquaintances have not got that message. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I I feel like I have to be clear on what my plan is, otherwise, um, I'll, it, it, I'm gonna be told it's stupid. I'm gonna have to rethink. Yeah. OC, brief us on your plan. plan. Okay. My plan is, Misty, step out of this grapple right next to the monarch. Cast fly. The monarch is a gnome. They are small. I can carry them. And then fly out to the other end of the hall. Like, full points for style, because that's very cool. I think... I, th- I think I'd say you can carry them at half speed, because they're small. Yep, that's fine. So Trick and Ember, armed, are squaring off against the mob. Rill is still restrained. Maynard... Has a plan. I sure do. So, there's only one person, one of the uh, the hostiles still grappling me, but I am going to cast Misty Step as a bonus action and uh, plot myself right next to the monarch. That'll get you out of the grapple. Yeah, so you, you cast Misty Step. Maynard vanishes. Maynard reappears instantaneously next to the monarch behind their defending guards. Um, then I'm going to cast a fly on myself. Okay. You gain a flight speed of 60 feet. I am going to give a, give the monarch a, like a, a, a handout gesture saying like, come with me. If you it's want safe to kind live. Of thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh man. 
I'm waiting for consent. Waiting for consent. Roll persuasion. <laughs> consent is so okay, important. Okay, everybody. <laughs> everybody, get your lucky hats on right now. Seventeen. Oh. Oh. There is there is a like a flash of doubt of concern of of hesitation because they do not trust you and 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 your arcane powers and also who the hell are you and also who the hell are you but then on the other hand they are fully going to get stabbed or kidnapped and whatever else you are you don't seem to be on the side of the people trying to kidnap them so fuck it yes let's go and, uh, yeah, just, uh, I, I, I hold them as, as, uh, as tightly as I can and, uh, yeah, fly 30 feet out into the, in, into the hall in the direction of the, the main door. Okay, yeah, because it'll half your speed because you're carrying someone, but they are only a gnome, and gnomes are, I think, possibly even officially tiny. Like, gnomes, gnomes are carryable. And, yeah. There's only a couple of crossbows among the people in this hall, because those were harder to bring in. Most people are armed with blades at the moment, so there is an errant crossbow bolt that ricochets off the ceiling, but nobody was really expecting you to fly away with the monarch. Nobody had that in their plans. And yeah, in, in like another round, you're going to be able to just fly out of the building with the monarch. Hey everyone, Maynard's flying off with the monarch. (laughs) Do you take any action in response? Fuck you, Maynard! <laughs> Solid action. Um, I mean, my plan is still just get to the servant's door as the closest place to get to. Mm-hmm. Using my blade to keep at bay and intimidate rather than, you know, strike strike for intent, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Ember is Could use uh, some help still being swarmed. Oh. Oh yeah. Well <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you should have known teleportation spells. <laughs> uh I'm not stopping for real personally. I'm gonna start pressing forward. Okay. No, that's fine. I mean if uh, Rail can cast lev- levitate on himself and uh, He's hopefully grappled. Drop- I'm not sure it'll help. <laughs> Uh, uh, Ember uh, is not gonna uh, leave real uh, behind. Thank you. Uh, Ember is menacing the crowd of people around Rill. Okay. And if they have to, so... they will use the butt of their weapon to push and. Okay. So, Trick is breaking for the exit again, and some of the the people you've been fighting have been, you know, thoroughly distracted by suddenly a flying monarch being carried by a wizard. Roll me another strength check, please, Trick. (sighs) It's a five, five, though, is the one thing about it. Oh, that is traditionally considered one of the lower numbers. I would say of all the numbers I could have rolled, it is the lowest. Mm. When you look at it that way, I think I think that whole that whole gravity thing is really really a problem for you today. And I think you managed to keep your footing this time, mm. but you just 
like you make a menacing swing at one of them and it just goes over their head and it's just you're trying to wade through gnomes and it's just not it's not working for you they seem very intimidated mm. by you but in a very furious way um yeah you are you have not managed to break out of this knot so it's still you and ember and rill being pushed together uh in in a very we have pretty much captured you and now we're just waiting for you to surrender kind of kind of way meanwhile maynard you're eldritch blast okay at the people around your friends yep Mm-hmm. roll me some hits uh, so the first one misses with a seven. Yep. Then it is a twenty-one, and then a fifteen. Okay. So that is that is two hits. One of them, you know, more solid than the other, but that is still two hits. One just goes wide and splashes off one of the the wall hangings. Um, the gnome you are carrying utters an unfamiliar word that is very clearly swearing as you fire off this magic with them in your arms are you still flying out or have you come to a stop i'm hesitant to fly away because i honestly i thought my companions would probably be in, in better stead i thought they were gonna be able to take the horde but they've been overwhelmed mm. i don't know where i'm gonna go with this I, actually monarch. may i for reasons of cool may I make you an offer that is what? the party may I make you an offer collectively which is you know how this place yes. has all those cloth windows in the walls mm-hmm. and you know how Ember has a flaming battle axe <laughs> yeah. you could literally cut your way out of this oh, mm. absolutely cut myself cut my way out of this window okay so as you are trying to defend yourself against these gnomes and getting pushed back closer and closer to the wall and your back hits the wall and it yields just a little bit and you realize what you've been pushed against is a pane of sheer cloth set into the wall as a window and you're holding an axe it does not take much with a flaming axe to (laughs) reduce this window to just like rags I was wondering what the situation outside the window was like. There's a fair amount of running and shouting. And also, like, like if we if we jump out the window, is it just? It's not surface like surface or sky or. It, it's it's not it's not quite open sky. Uh, there is a walkway, um, not quite flush against the building. There's a couple of feet gap, but you'd have a very solid chance of of reaching it. With, with a jump or a clamber um, and then below that because you are high up in the city there are other structures and branches so if you missed you would not immediately fall to your deaths there's running and shouting but not it's not like a solid mob of people seems like a viable escape route excellent jumping out the window roll me a dex say well a dex check in fact no wait what am i saying roll me an athletics <laughs> <laughs> gonna make ember parkour <laughs> absolutely like 12 it's not it's not your most elegant jump there's a little bit of a scramble to get properly onto the walkway but you make it all right that's good enough trick and rill are you following suit 
Yeah, yeah, he is still being swarmed, I think. He is still he he was still being grappled. Trick and Trick and Real may have to cooperate on a, a, a like pull Real three and then leap out the window kind of plan. All right, sounds like a good plan. Mm. Like if Trick makes a strength check or you both make one to try and get loose first. Yeah. Okay. I will. I will, I will very much try. I will. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not above straight up. Um, I'm not above straight up trying to kill someone to make my point at this point. Like, I will swing. Well, there there to... are various people dead in this hall. Yeah. These people have not been universally fighting to not kill. I am very much going kill. to swing to like strike somebody who is holding real down. I I I mean business here. Real has judiciously yeah, flattened himself yeah, against not gonna the ground. They're going to have a good AC because they're currently gra- they are unarmed and currently grappling someone, so they're dodging skills. Not really great right now. Fourteen. Good enough. Yeah. Mm. You straight up stab someone. Yep. They were holding real. They are not anymore, because they've just been stabbed. Mm. Like, really hard. Um, Say, I'd like to use my... I don't know, gra- a grapple replaces an attack, I believe. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. A grapple is a kind of special melee attack. I am once again picking up our, our small princeling. Um, and I'm going. I mean, to... unless unless he's resisting, you could pick up. No, real is not. No, allowed. he has he has uh, judiciously flattened himself against the floor as he saw Trick swinging their sword down in his yeah. general direction. But he's not resisting. I'm going to. I I will scoop him off the ground and just <laughs> leap for the window. Roll the athletics. I mean, on the one hand, that's a 17. On the other hand, I am trying to carry an extra person at the same time, and I feel like I ought to have disadvantage. Well, let me... You got me out of there. Let I'll me accept. go. I can jump myself, Trick. <laughs> no. Too late. Too late. Roll again. <laughs> that's fine. 15. I mean, come on. 15, 15 is enough. So... Real is having visions of plummeting to our deaths, and he is shouting in Trick's yeah. ear. Yeah, R- Real is swept up from the floor, and... Suddenly, cold night air is around him as he flies through the air, and then you both kind of roll as you hit the walkway. As Trick leaps from the banqueting hall window, with Rill under their arm. Yep. Ember helps catch. Maynard is flying out the front door, carrying the monarch, and that is where we will pick up oh next boy. week. Whee! <laughs> You've been listening to Come Out and Play, an all-trans real-play podcast. We'd like to thank our generous patrons for making this possible, especially our £20 and up patrons, Alexandria. To join them and get early access to our bonus episodes, check us out at patreon.com slash coapcast. You can find all our free episodes at comeoutandplay.games or wherever you get your podcasts. Why did we kidnap the monarch? Maynard, what the hell? We have been in the underside for less than a day <laughs> we could just leave them on like a roof or something i suppose nice to meet you we have other plans <laughs> we don't sorry we don't have time to get embroiled in your local politics we have other things to do this is all ember's fault wait what <laughs> what that was ember's fault well they're the one that had the prophetic vision that said we needed to fix shit oh yeah it is ember's fault <laughs>